let's get right to Greg Swenson, founding partner, Greg McAdam. Thanks for being with us, Greg. So tell me more. You have some picks here that you think are inflation hedges. Now, it's not too often that I have people on that pick both Bitcoin and gold because they're not one and the same. They're very different. I even question if they're both inflation hedges, but it's hard to know, right? Yeah, it's it's early days for Bitcoin, obviously, and, and I'm mm-hmm, not necessarily, mm-hmm. necessarily advocating owning both. I'd actually rather own Bitcoin, um, but I do I do yeah. think you need to have one or the other in the portfolio as an inflation hedge. And also, I mean, obviously, it's it's volatile. In in the case of Bitcoin, it's plenty of volatility, plenty of correlation with other risky assets. But but I think if you look at it as a, as an inflation hedge, and more importantly, you know, you're seeing just the debasement of the currency, and that's really one of the important features of Bitcoin. So, look, I think you know you have to have some of that exposure. I think you also need, you know, some sort of uh, exposure or. or hedge against inflation, um, and you can get that in a number of ways, not just in gold and Bitcoin, whether it's in commodities or uh, real assets, infrastructure, things that are, are not necessarily correlated to the volatile markets, right. but you can get some exposure to commodities and other companies that can raise prices comfortably in an expansion and an inflationary environment. Right, right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I know you have an energy pick as you talk about commodities. I just want to stay on this for one moment as we look at Bitcoin, which is having a, you know, obviously a move, a sell off today for all things that are related to crypto because of some concerns about um, China and whether or not they're going to cut back on some of the miners there, right, who are mining cryptocurrency. So a day like today where Bitcoin is down to 32,000 from above 60,000, you know, people talk about 30,000 as a psychological level. Where would you buy Bitcoin? If it's below, let me ask you this, if it's below 30,000, do you back up the truck and load up on Bitcoin? I, I Look, I'm not sure I'd load up the truck, but I think it's been in a range lately, Nicole. It's a great question. I mean, it seems to be stuck in this 30 to 40 range. So if you're, you're short-term trading, you know, sure, buy it in the low 30s, sell it in the high 30s. It got above 40 last week briefly, and that seems to be, you know, sort of the ceiling on it. But but I think if you're a long-term investor, you look for these corrections and these dips and take advantage of it. And I would definitely do that around 30 if you're a long-term holder. Remember, it was in the low 60s only a few months ago. So I think it's an opportunity to, to add more and, and always be prepared for these, you know, 20% plus corrections with some dry powder. Yeah, and cyclical sectors like financials, for example, are something that you like as well. Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, these are some names on your radar. Why these? Why now? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not the most exciting, th- you know, picks in the world. I just think you have to take advantage of the economic expansion and the recovery trade. So do that with cyclicals that are safe, like Goldman, like JP, and 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 the energy companies. You know Exxon and BP that can raise prices and and have oil exposure, obviously. But you know if you can buy BP at you know four and three quarter yield, Exxon at five and a half plus. They're they're doing buybacks. They have they always or except for last year, always increase their dividends. So you know they're they're just they're companies that you can bet on the the inflation trade and they have the commodity exposure to hedge against that and even some some you know like i've i've talked about archer daniels adm you know you could buy it at 16 times and if and a two four two and a half percent yield 
but you're you're you have exposure to food and i really think it's important in an inflationary environment not just this short term inflation due to supply chain um, you know bottlenecks as well as the you know the whole argument that that it's done, it's versus last year's basis so it's temporary i don't really buy that look at long term inflation look at m2 and I, and I think in the, the massive money printing that's already happened, but also is, is on the table with the with the fiscal stimulus. So I think you have to have some consideration for long term inflation owns own assets that are not necessarily correlated to the liquid markets. You saw the VIX pop above 20 last week. Um, I know it's it's traded off to around 18 now. So um, so I think you have to buy a little VIX below 20 in the teens. And um, and and have some of that as a as a hedge against you know a real market correction, but but I like you know real assets, commodities, infrastructure, especially in emerging markets that are less correlated to um, to the public markets in the in the West, and also a natural hedge against inflation because a lot of these things are are based on commodities. Yeah, right. I mean, where do you think oil could go as we're looking at the market here today, led by energy again, which has been the number one performer of 2021? And we see oil today, 73 and change the barrel. I mean, 80, 90, 100. It doesn't seem that far away, does it? No, it's not. And it was, you know, it's actually come off a bit in the last week or two. But um, but yeah, I think it's it's a great trade to have to have that. And as you see the dollar trade off with the money printing, you have to have exposure to to dollar based liquid commodities yeah. like oil. And so so I think that's going to continue. I don't know that it hits 100, but just think long term, you know, as they debase the currency, you need to own some of these commodities. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, you know. It's great to chat with you, Greg. Thank you very, very much. Greg Swenson, founding partner, Greg McAdam. Thank you.